Cool. Welcome, everybody. This is Supreme Being. We're doing another episode, uh, episode 89, I believe. I'm usually always wrong whenever I go to upload it, but we'll give it a shot. 89. First and foremost, sponsored by Team DC, my real estate team. If you need anything real estate worldwide, you can contact us at teamdcsold.com. Number two, Modern Success, my personal coaching and mentorship program. Shout out to all the members. Let me know if you're online on Instagram right now. Give me an MS shout out. We have our uh, second members only live event, August 10th. So if you haven't gotten and become a part of the program yet, I recommend you get on now so you can take advantage of the free event. I have seven dynamite speakers coming. It's going to be amazing. Okay. Go to BrianCasella.com on the front page. If you want to sign up or you can go to the link on my bio on Instagram. Okay. Number three, EXP Realty for all the realtors. If you don't know about EXP Realty, you can message me for more information. Otherwise get your application in at uh, join.exprealty.com. All right. All right. Let's begin. So I made a video today uh, for YouTube and I kind of want to cover this a little bit on the podcast because this seems to be a topic that a lot of people still deal with. And it seems to be a crutch that people lean on and kind of like an excuse or justification for people really not to get to where they want to go. All right. The video was titled something like be more relaxed and be less nervous. Okay. When we talk about social anxiety, when we talk about people's hesitations, they're fear, fearful, they have anxiety, they have some sort of hesitation towards something, right? When we talk about the manifestation of that physically, it's tense, it's stiff, right? It's not loose, okay? You follow me? Shortness of breath and tight muscles, right? Why do we do that? Well, if you're scared or nervous, the tendency is to cover yourself. Why do you think when people are out in public, you can look at them and tell if they're comfortable or not? Your gut will tell you they're comfortable or not, but maybe you can't logically yet point out some of the things. Let me give some to you, okay? Number one, the people who walk around with their drink like this. You don't do this at your house. You do this out in public because you're uncomfortable. If you're comfortable, like you are in your house, how do you walk around? You have your drink down by your side while you're walking. You don't hold it like this, right? Like the guys that have the beer, they're all like this. Okay. Hands in the pockets, hunched over, covered up. Typically there's a lot of tenseness there and that's kind of a mechanism to protect yourself, which is why me as an individual, when I go out, sometimes I push myself to the test to um, increase my levels of comfort. So sometimes I'll even go to like a bar or a club where there's a lot of people and I'll literally stand there like in the middle, just with my arms on my side comfortably. And I'll just look around a little bit. I don't care what people's thoughts are or opinions are about me in that moment. I'm simply, I'm simply expressing and showing, Hey, I'm comfortable. Okay. So that's one exercise that some of you can still do. Okay. Now, when we go from being completely tense to now going to the other end of the spectrum where you're, um, becoming more relaxed and becoming more smooth, more fluid, more comfortable. And now basically what you want to do is demonstrate, Hey, whatever environment I'm in, I'm comfortable. Okay. So if I go door to door, one of the first things that I want to communicate is that I'm comfortable. If I'm calling people on the phone, I want to communicate that I'm comfortable. If I'm networking with people at an event, the first thing I want to communicate is comfort. Okay. Why are we so repulsed or repelled by people a lot of times in social situations because they have a bad vibe, right? They have a bad energy. They have a bad presence to them. Maybe they're too in our face 
or you can feel their tension and their nervousness and it pushes you away. But when someone approaches you or talks to you, after your initial like, whoa, someone's talking to me, if they're comfortable, if they have a good vibe, odds are you'll hear them out for a little bit, right? You're not gonna just shun them in most cases. And this is what people forget. This is why I've been saying for a long time, we have to have a more intense study about nonverbal communication. Because when you uh, think, and like most people believe, like even in sales, they say, give me the magic script. What are the words to say? There's too much focus on that, okay? When you focus more on nonverbal communication, you're gonna become a lot more powerful. You're gonna become a much better influencer, not influencer like Instagram, cool. I mean persuasive in your communication, okay? Many men, many men, here, I'll restart it for, for the life. Many men, sorry, uh, for those of you on the podcast, I had to restart the Instagram live. Many men, many men, um, what they do is they uh, get too tense and what, what they tend to do in social situations is they get too close and they have a lot of what we call violations, right? And what I mean by, what I mean by violations is you violate socially. You are too aggressive, you're too loud, and there has to be a certain level of calibration a certain level of calibration that goes into what you're doing because the moment that you cross that line and you offend somebody, um, it's very difficult now to regain, right? To regain that ground and regain that territory, we can say. So uh, when we focus on that, when we focus on the nonverbal portion of communication, it becomes that much easier for you to now get your point across and basically get the proper response from somebody, okay? That's all I want is a, is a, a communicator when I originate a communication with somebody, right? I'm not just doing it to do it. This is where people fuck up. Any word, any gesture that I make is with an intention, okay? So for example, if I'm out at a networking event, I want my communication to be readily accepted. I want to be able to now meet people, network, whatever it is. Um, if I go, again, if I like go to a bar or a nightclub or I'm going out maybe to talk to girls, I want my communication to be received. I'm not just going to go out there like, ah, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to say and do whatever I want. Cool. That's a good attitude and vibe to have, but you need to be like a chess player when it comes to communication. Okay. I do certain things a certain way to get a certain result. I know that if I go around being obnoxiously loud all the time and doing this, no one's going to want to talk to me. But I know if I come in and talk like this, like super low, people are going to think I'm weak. So we can strategize and you can start working on some of these things to clean up and improve your communication because what do we do when a good storyteller or communicator comes around? God damn, we listen. Why do some of you follow me? You never take any of my fucking advice. You never do shit about what I say, but you find me entertaining. So you watch me. Many people, I would say the majority of my followers follow me for that. They're like, damn, the dude's just fun to watch. They don't give a shit what I teach. And you know what? That's fine. Because I know as a, as a part of a responsibility as a communicator, one of the keys is I have to be able to entertain people. Why do we hate school so much? Because the fucking teacher wasn't entertaining. We would just sit there and they would just be monotone. Okay, students, open up page three, chapter one, and you're just like, you're already sleeping. But then that one teacher that we had that was super entertaining or even put a splash of entertainment into their teaching, we fucking love them. The one or two teachers ever out of all my high school and college years 
I remember one or two for little bits of entertainment that they provided. They weren't even that good, but just their little splash of entertainment made me remember them over all these years. Every other teacher, I couldn't fucking point them out if you put them in front of me and said, you, you were this guy's student for three years. I'd be like, I don't fucking remember him because I was asleep half of his fucking classes. Okay, this is another element that has to be added is you have to have, well, what is entertainment? What is charisma when it comes to this stuff? Well, non-verbally, right? Because everyone thinks it's just words. Words and tonality are big, but the majority of it is body language. A lot of people don't understand gestures and movement and that kind of stuff. Why do you think when you go and you do a professional speech, if any of you have ever done a professional speech, well, if you haven't, they grade you on certain things. One of the, one of the criteria is utilizing space. Okay. How effectively or ineffectively do you utilize space? So a good speaker isn't just going to stand there at the podium like this all stiff. Even if they're animated, just standing there, it's good. That's decent. But the one who moves and, and leans and engages the crowd more and goes side to side masterfully, even if their speech isn't as good as the first guy who stands behind the podium, guess what? Because he moved and used the space and utilized it better, he's going to be considered a better speaker. And he's going to have more of an impact on you. Yeah. So it's not just a gesture. It's how about your face? You know how many times I've told people, you have a resting bitch face, men and women, by the way. Or I'm like, dude, you look walking around like you're mad at the fucking world. Of course, nobody's going to want to work with you. You look upset. You look like you want to kill somebody. I wouldn't want to work with you. Even if your communication was smooth, I'd be like, dude, you look like you want to murder somebody. Right. And that was one of the biggest hurdles for me when I started working again on nonverbal was I didn't have the right face. Now I have a pleasant fucking face. I'm always smiling. I have good energy, but that was something I worked on. It didn't just come naturally. Some people that we call naturals are just doing things right. And they're unaware of it. They're not special. They just happen to pick up two or three more things that you didn't. Now, if you learn, you can out natural the natural because you have technique and you'll do much better. Because when you ask the natural, hey, what are you doing? They're like, I don't know. It just works. I, have, I, I don't know. Like, I'm just good at selling. I, I, don't, I just talk to them. Versus I can listen to them and break down every technique that they're doing that they're unaware of. That makes you more powerful as a communicator. Okay? So even if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm shy or this and that, I'm introvert and all the other bullshit that they laid on you, that you believed and that you bought, you can reverse a lot of that wiring neurological patterns that you have and all those false beliefs and philosophies that have built you to the day of today. Now, one of the main issues with that is you have to want to change it so bad enough. This is where you hear the classic lines like you have to become sick of your sickness. I think we originally got that from Tony Robbins. I'm not sure. You have to get to the point where you're like, fuck this. I can't stand one more minute being this way. I want to become a better communicator. And then that first phase is horrific because you're going to get rejected. You're going to do shit wrong. You're going to look stupid like I did. I used to practice in front of my phone recording videos and I looked stupid. I was like, I would watch myself. I'm like, God, I'm like an idiot, but I need to figure this out. I, I, I need to do this. This is how I get there. And this is where most people fail. You know why? Oh, well, um, it's going to take too long or, oh, you know what? I'm just not made for this. And they don't want to go through the period of, of deconstruction and construction. Deconstruction, you have to deconstruct the old patterns and old beliefs, old habits, old rituals, and then construct the new ones and then fortify them by constructing them over and over and over until they become your new pattern and your new way of being. 
but that deconstructing and reconstructing process for a lot of people uh, throws them off because I don't know who said this, right? Even because I've been preaching the opposite from day one. I said, look, this shit's going to be hard. Apparently, a lot of people have been sugarcoating shit and telling, oh, it's going to be so easy and this and that. Dude, it's fucking hard. But if you want it bad enough, you go through those phases, no problem. When you go to make money, when you go to make uh, improvements to your nonverbal communication, to your verbal communication, to your physique, the beginning stages is never fun. God damn, if you haven't worked out for a year and then I take you to a boxing workout, you're going to feel like you're dying. But if you stick with it a couple weeks, you're going to look good, much better than you did before. If you want to start managing your money better and making more money, you're going to have to bust your ass to do it. It's not going to be easy. You want to get better at your nonverbal communication, you're going to have to bust your ass at doing it, and you're going to have to do nonverbal communication incorrectly for a long time. You're not just going to suddenly become some master. So where did this notion come into people's minds that it was going to be easy and there was going to be zero fucking obstacles? Hell, when all of you learned how to walk, you fucking fell for months before you learned how to walk. Then you crawled, then you'd stand up and fall, and then you would probably walk with like your mom holding your hand, and then eventually you walked. There was none of this, oh, fuck it, mom. Can you imagine a baby? Ah, forget it, mom. I don't want to learn how to walk. I'll just crawl forever. This is bullshit. I'm embarrassed. This is too much work. And all the other bullshit people say. All the excuses you hear. Oh, it's just too hard. I, I don't like doing it. It's like, dude, you want a fucking tissue? Like what you thought it was just going to be? Oh, success? Oh, mastery of communication? Oh, yeah, here you go, sir. Just because you showed up, you get it. It's like, what? I knew. You know why? Because all the people that taught me said it was going to be hard. And I've never seen a fucking interview with somebody who's great at something that said, oh, it's going to be all rainbows and sunshine. It's going to be easy. So now when I tell people, hey, for example, uh, your first exercise is to work on smiling more. Go out and when you meet people, smile more. Not like a clown smile, but smile. Oh, man. You know, I, I, I tried doing it with two people and they didn't respond the way that I thought they were going to respond. Okay, boo fucking who? Keep going. I did that same thing thousands of times. And I probably fucked it up worse than you the first two times, but I kept doing it. So now when we take a step back and we go back to some of these basics, hand gestures, smiling, eye contact. Eye contact is huge. Grown ass men can't make eye contact with me. I'm like, dude, really? Grown ass men, hey bro, go talk to that chick and hook me up. Dude, you're fucking in your 30s. Like, talk to her yourself. Find your balls and go talk to her. Why do I have to fucking hook you up? Oh, bro, but you know, you're Mr. Sales and all that. You can be too, dick. Learn, put in the work. Because guess what? To become Mr. Sales, I had to get rejected thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of times because this is what people don't get. The rejections, the obstacles is what improves you. That's what makes you better and gives you the indicators that you need to hone your craft. If I give you a set of tools of nonverbal communication and you go out and you think you're applying them and you're not getting the result, then you know when you go back to your back cave at night, you're like, okay, I'm obviously doing shit wrong. Let's brainstorm. Let's get out there and try it again. Okay. I need to smile maybe a little bit more. My eye contact needs to be a little bit sharper. Then you make adjustments. It's not that the shit doesn't work. You don't work. But it takes repetition, 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 just like anything else. You want to be a great fucking swimmer? Swim. You want to be a great communicator? Communicate. You want to be uh, successful and make a lot of money? Work. You want to get in shape? Get your ass in the gym. 
you want to have a better diet, eat healthier or eat less, right? Simple fucking formulas. And it's just like, Jesus, dude, like, can you imagine? I have examples of people who started with me in many things. We can say real estate and other things. And they had it a little easier than me in the beginning, meaning they saw success before me. They started making more money or having success here and there or getting improvements quicker than me, but they had an easier road. They had less resistance. But you fast forward now, where are they at? I don't know. I'm still here and I'm getting better. So in the end, all those difficult moments of learning body language, communicating, uh, social dynamics, women, money, whatever it is, I'm so glad that that shit was a tough fucking road full of spikes, fire, uh, you know, the, the, the rose thorns and all the shit that made me fucking bleed, sweat and cry because it got me to where I'm at today and it forged me into who I am today so I can handle what's in front of me because of all the shit I've handled in the past to get here. When it's easy, you saw me quote this on Facebook. For those of you who follow me on Facebook, what comes fast and easy goes fast and easy. When you bust your ass and you work for it, you've earned it, you're keeping it if you keep at it, right? It's that simple. People can take a lot of my outside possessions, money, followers, and all that shit, but I'm still me. I still work to get what I got. I've become a different person. So I can easily get back to where I was and beyond because you cannot take my experience and my skills and my knowledge away from me. You can't. You can take everything else, but you can't take that. Therefore, I don't care if you take shit away from me because I can get it back and get more. No problem. No problem. You can put me in a new fucking city where I don't know shit. I'll have a thriving social circle. I'll be making money. I'll grow a business. No problem. Anywhere. Even if I don't know the fucking language, I'll learn. Easy. Because I'm not going to be in my own way like 99% of people. Oh, well, wow. why is it so hard in the city? How come I, I, I went somewhere where I don't speak the language? Blah, blah, blah. All those sob fucking stories that you hear. Like, I get repulsed now hearing that. When I hear that kind of communication, like, it, it, it sickens me now. Because people have bought their bullshit for so long that now they just go around sobbing to everybody. It's like, dude, come on. Now, the sad part is other people reinforce that behavior, okay? But I'm not going to get into that here. So be sure if you're receiving that communication that you do not reinforce it. This is why people love me and hate me so much. It's like a clear divide because I give advice. I give information. I give experience and wisdom raw, okay? And I don't justify people's stories. I give them the real story. And some people just can't handle it and they lash out at me. That's fine. I don't reinforce their behavior. I break it. I'm a pattern interrupt. Just my, my beingness in general is just a pattern interrupt. Even more so now as I change my image even more. But that's okay. I want that clear line. I want the supporters and I want the haters. I don't want dibble dabblers and in the middle. And I don't want any of that. I want you to either like me and support me or hate me. Either one is fine. I'm cool with either one. I don't want you to have no opinion of me, okay? So for those of you who understood what I just said, that's your key for success as a brand, success in social media, and success in many, many areas. You know why? Because whether you like me or hate me, you know me. You'll remember me. That's the key, okay? So now your quest to improve nonverbal communication starts with 
gathering experience applying some of these techniques. Even some of the stuff I've given on YouTube or on this podcast, some basic stuff, smile more, more eye contact, handshake, right? When I approach people, I'm going to give them that personal space. We all have a personal bubble. I'm not going to violate that. Basic stuff, even if you don't read a book, basic stuff that you would do as a human being with common sense. Start practicing that more and at the very least, being more mindful when you socialize with people of doing these things. And you'll notice an increase without reading any books, without becoming some fucking NLP or hypnosis master or body language master or studying the FBI agents and all that shit. Forget that for a second. Just apply the basics that we already know just as human beings. Just that we know based on feeling. Hey, you know what? Like I, I'm, this person's too close to me. I feel, I feel like I need to back up. Okay, then you know, hey, there's that personal space. We have to have that bubble. I'm going to be conscious of that and make sure I'm not in people's bubbles. You know what? I noticed that when I look in the mirror, a lot of times I'm not smiling. I'm going to smile a little bit more. Just make small changes. And you'll see as we continue down this path that you're going to see big differences in your results with just minute little tweaks, nothing major. If you get this and you start going out there, and again, this doesn't apply to just body language. This applies to many other things. You'll start seeing huge shifts in your reality with small tweaks here and there. When everyone's fucking looking for the next guru online to find that one magical fucking idea that's gonna change your life. And all the bullshit about, oh, red pill, blue pill. It's like, shut the fuck up about that. How about you fucking get some basics down instead of trying to figure out if we're in the matrix and I'm woke and I'm not and all this shit. How about you become decent at something instead of just fucking talking about conspiracy theories and wasting your fucking life on Netflix. How about that? Let's focus on fundamental things that will move us forward and progress us. Whether it's increasing your confidence in your mindset, increasing your communication, learning about nonverbal communication, and many of these other things. You innately as a human being already know enough to start doing some of these things and making it a normal practice and ritual in your life. So if you're listening to this, what you need to do what you need to do is go out and talk to people and interact with them. That's how you work on this nonverbal communication. There's no other way. Not watching a hundred of my videos, not studying this person. You get your ass out and you interact with human beings with the focus on, I'm going to analyze my own body language and other people's body language, and I'm going to be more aware of it. And within a couple months, you'll see huge improvements. But the issue is, is nobody wants to fucking do that. They want to, from the comfort of their home, watch a video and suddenly change. Not going to happen, dude. Not going to happen. Go interact with life. Go talk to people. Go make new friends. I can't go anywhere around here without people fucking knowing who I am. And it's not because I'm some social media star. It's because I talk to everybody and I know them. I know the owners of all the stores I go to. I know the management. I know all the employees. They know me by first name. I walk in, they're like, hey, what's up, Brian? I'm not a fucking customer to them. They're not like, oh, I found you on Instagram. You're the shit or on YouTube. It has nothing to do with that. It's because I know how to communicate with people. And then I get to know them. And within a couple weeks, I meet the owner and boom, there we go. So wherever I start frequenting, I meet people and know everybody very quickly because I socialize. Not because I'm crazy good, but because I do a little bit more than everybody else. That's it. That's it. It's not I have some special, you know, I got my hypnotherapy license and I have some special language patterns I use on people and I hypnotize everybody into loving me, you know, and I, come on, dude. Yeah, that stuff is great. And it helps me tremendously in my own life first, then helping other people. But what I do, anybody who watches me, who follows me, 
especially in my students on Modern Success, for those of you on, you can emulate this at a very high level and create the same for you. I've already demonstrated that I can do it. You can do it too. It requires daily consistent action, period. Okay, with that said, I'll end it here. If you guys have questions, I'll answer them for five to 10 minutes and then I'll take off. If you guys didn't hear in the beginning, August 10th is our second Modern Success members only event. If you join the program, you get automatic access to the event. I have seven amazing speakers coming. Some of them you may know because they're pretty big names, but I'll save that for my, my crew, all right? If you have questions, I'll answer. <clears throat> calendar do I use? Um, I have our assistant run our calendar. I, I believe she uses the app Woven, W-O-V-E-N, Woven but she handles it. I just look at what's on my schedule. Is a Lambo lowered? Mine? No, I would never lower my Lambo. It's low enough, dude. If I lowered it, I wouldn't be able to drive it. Uh, Dylan, go to my YouTube if you want to find out differences about the companies. I've made a ton of content on YouTube, specifically with interviews and things of that nature, describing the difference. This is the bad taking from the bottom of the stairs. Does it look bad talking from the bottom of the stairs, looking up at a person? Um, if you do it for too long, it could be, but like, it depends on the context. If you're door knocking and you're giving them a couple steps of space, no, that doesn't because that's their comfort level. So overall, um, depends on context, dude. Do you usually keep the conversation short with people? Yeah, most of the time, unless I'm out at night or maybe somewhere where I can conversate more, then maybe I will. It's become very easy for me to either keep conversations shorter or longer, but most are shorter, yes. Especially when it comes to sales stuff. Uh, open house. Basically, you're opening the open house to the public, man, and you're letting other people from the street walk into the house and see it. Fucking motorcycle. Wow, dude. Wow, I'm glad you're okay, dude. That's crazy. At least you're living to, to tell the story. <laughs> what would you suggest to get your experience in? Start, start prospecting, Monica. If you're a new agent, start talking to people. Start calling, door knocking, right? Reach out to people outside of your company to do open houses. You got to get out there. When you go to a social event and people are already talking in circles, how do you approach getting into the conversation? Um, it's pretty easy, dude. Normally, a neutral question will get you in, right? Especially if uh, it's a social event. I just pretend sometimes I don't even know what the event is for. Hey, guys, um, I know this is an event. What event is this? And they'll talk to you and you're in, right? Just use neutral questions. Don't compliment people or give fake compliments and all that shit. Just ask them a neutral question. What is more important in a conversation, energy or content? I mean, you want to have both clash but energy, obviously, because that's nonverbal. Does having a team affect you winning over listening presentations? Not really, dude. It's just the way you are, or you're just super busy. Um, no, it's just most conversations are going to be short, dude. Uh, and yeah, part of it is that I don't, I don't have time to sit there and talk to people a long time. Cool. Good. 
Have you and the buyer's agent ever lowered your commission to make a deal happen? Um, I've done it once and I'll never do it again, Dylan. There was one deal that I did, right? And I'll never do it again. The deal didn't even close, right? But I'll, I'll never do it again, ever. Commissions, this is what you can tell people. Commissions are agreed up front when we list the home or when we, um, you know, when we list the property. They're not a part of the negotiations. Uh, we got a lot of listings from door knocking and cold calling Nick. So I recommend you do both because they're also both two different lead sources. If one of them starts drying up and you're only doing one then you're kind of screwed because you're putting all your eggs in one basket. And until the end of time, the highest probability for listings is always going to be expired and for sell by owners and your sphere of influence. Cause those are the most readily available people that will do business with you now or the most likely we can say. Your video, thanks. Cool, cool. Yep. You guys have any other questions? I'll answer maybe a couple more and then we'll, we'll end it. Just so you guys know, every Monday and Wednesday, I always share the link for Zoom. I have a couple people on Zoom. Eventually, I just want to do it on Zoom and not on Instagram. <laughs> That's most of the um, that's most of the seminars gummer, not even just real estate, just most seminars in general are going to be motivational, right? Unfortunately, <laughs> do you plan to stay being an agent for the near future? Um, well, I'm growing my team, dude. So eventually I'll phase out of the day-to-day -day production. Thank you for this content. Cool. You're welcome. What's your opinion on dual agency? Yeah, nothing wrong with it. If you justly represent both sides, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, would you recommend to get a realtor license and work with clients for a few years uh, before getting into house flipping? Uh, no, nah, you can learn quickly, man. Just work with somebody who's a veteran flipper who has done a few flips and just learn from them. I'm sure you can probably find some stuff on YouTube now. I, I don't flip, I buy and hold, so I'm not a resource for that. Although I know how to do it, just get around somebody, find somebody, study somebody who does it. Continuing to grow your team, opening a brokerage firm be better. Nah, I'm never going to open a brokerage. I'm just going to grow my team. Let me join. Join what, Amy? Goals? Well, I want to break um, 1.2 million is our gross commission goal, Brendan. I want to break that for the team. How do you stay hungry and not get comfortable? Well, what I'm going after, brother, is huge. I have no choice but to get, but to keep the hunger and continue moving forward. If I set my goal post, my goal right in front of me, then of course I'm going to get comfortable, but there's always a next thing. First initial to set up meeting. Yes. Always go for the meeting, Nick, the team. I'm not hiring Amy, but thank you. First step, Amy, get on my coaching program, modern success. That'll show me if you're serious or not. Uh, when you have an expensive listing, do you door knock higher low income neighborhoods? Of course, Shay. Those are the best neighborhoods to door knock. God, those are the best neighborhoods, man. You pop a listing there or get a lead, it's worth a lot of money. Let's see, I have a question on Zoom. Find new people who didn't improve your game. Would the same thing apply to how many prospects you talk to per day? Uh, yeah, but as far as prospects and growing your business, Michael, you want to shoot that up a lot. I was contacting 50 people a day on average, sometimes more, most of the time more actually. Um, 
but those interactions are usually a lot faster and people forget you got to make money. So if you're working on your game, that's great, but you got to make money, right? Cool. Philippines. Awesome. Great. Thanks for being here. Okay, guys, I'll wrap it up here. If you guys have any other questions, you'll have to wait till the next one, or you, you can always jump on modern success, my coaching program, team BC sold sponsors this podcast. It's my real estate team. You can go to teambcsold.com If you need anything worldwide, number two, modern success, make sure you join the coaching program that I've opened up to the world. We have our second in-person event, August 10th. You definitely, definitely want to be there. And lastly, eXp Realty. If you are interested, you can message me for more information or you can go to join.exprealty.com and get your application in. All right. Every Monday, every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific, Supreme Being. All right. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.